Welcome back to Bo My God. I'm your host, Bo Bradley. My pronouns are he and they. This episode is our second to last for the year. We're going to talk about so many different things. We're going to do a little self-care, talk about imposter syndrome, and then we're going to lighten it up a little bit and talk with Will Riley, aka The Gays, who you may not realize it yet, but you already know at least one of their songs. So before we get there, let's chat about last time. Last time on Oh My God, back in holy F October, we had talked about the staggering statistics of how many transgender and or gender nonconforming individuals have been murdered over the past year. And today I saw that number climbed to 50 in the United States alone, which is abominable. It's, does that even apply here? I don't know. It's just, it's fucking gross. And sorry, I cursed, but it's fucking gross. That's all I'm going to say about that. You already know how I, you already know how I feel. Last time we talked, it was 42. That's eight lives in two months. So, wow. Yeah. So <laughs> last month we chatted with Jerry Shea about Transaween, which it looks like a lot of you showed up and showed out for that fun transgender only Halloween party at Seward Park. I'm excited to see what Jerry has planned for us all next. And hey, don't forget to give them a hand. Follow them at Seattle Trans Joy on social media. And let's see what event comes next for us out here in the Seattle area. While you're doing that, don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts. If that's how you listen, leave us a review. We really love and appreciate it for real, for real. Don't forget to subscribe. I appreciate that all of you who shared your Spotify wrapped with me and shared it with the Bow My God Instagram. It is such a cool feeling. And honestly, it gave me so much joy to see you all getting something from this fun little project that I do on my free nights and weekends, which at this stage of the pandemic era, <laughs> well, I don't know how any of us have any time to do anything besides work, sleep, and be burned out. Am I right? Which, that being said, you bet we're going to talk about burnout and self-care and some holiday preparation before we end on a lighter note chatting about the gay agenda or the agenda, rather, with our special guests from the gays. So as trans, non-binary, queer, really as anyone, any single person in existence, we know probably to some extent what it feels like to deal with imposter syndrome. But if you want a little more of a definition, it is essentially general or overall feelings of thinking you're not as good or smart or talented as others perceive you to be. It shows up in work life. It shows up in school. It shows up in our relationships, in our friendships. A lot of LGBTQIA plus people, a lot of us, if not to some capacity, all of us, excuse me, have this extra pressure of feeling almost as if we have to prove our identities to you all. You all in this example being the cisgender or cis heterosexual world. And why might this be homophobia and transphobia run rampant in our culture for one and other cultures around the world? We, in some instances, literally have to go to court, spend how much money to beg a judge who has never met us before to change our name or a gender marker on a document just so that we can feel comfortable identifying ourselves at bars or on airplane rides or wherever we may need it. While any cisgender human can go and get countless plastic surgeries for their for their body dysmorphia, whether it be breast implants, breast reductions, countless other procedures. The second someone who's transgender, gender nonconforming, seeks out a similar procedure, they instantly 
have to jump through hoops, hoops, including needing letters from doctors, therapists, in my specific case, to get top surgery, my insurance requires not only a letter from my physician and for my therapist, but using specific words. And that's just a mild hurdle compared to individuals without insurance or people who have insurances that don't cover this. You're probably wondering to yourself, do you experience imposter syndrome? Well, we all, again, have some level of self-doubt from time to time. And could it be more, here are some symptoms. I'll let you consider it for yourself. Symptoms of imposter syndrome include an inability to realistically assess your competence and skills, attributing your success to external factors, berating your performance, fear that you won't live up to expectations, overachieving, sabotaging your own success, self-doubt, setting very challenging goals and feeling disappointed when you fall short. So the tricky thing is, while some people are fueled by these symptoms, fueled by their imposter syndrome to get stuff done, other people are paralyzed by it. It really, it ranges like anything else. And it can be really difficult to exist in your full self at any point, let alone during the holidays when we're in high stress situations where different factors like food and family and receiving and giving gifts and finances. And there's just so many things that go into the holidays that can be really tricky. And last year at this time, we sat down with some friends from Cheer Seattle, a local nonprofit, and various volunteer leaders from the team shared their tips and personal experiences being queer in and around the holidays. Some different perspectives from cisgender, transgender, male and female perspectives and uh, different ages too. So Definitely an episode to check out if you haven't already. It's called Holiday Cheer. It's near the end of season one of Oh My God. A few good tips and things you can think about leading up to the holidays include figuring out who on your like chosen family or friends list you can kind of call or text. If you get stressed or scared or someone says something to you where you feel really uncomfortable and you just need to vent or step away or have someone to just, you know, puff you back up for a second. Just figure out who that is and have that in your back pocket. I know I have friends that we kind of have little chats throughout our interactions with our families just because, you know, got to have your buddy, buddy system, right? So another thing that's really helpful is a very, very difficult thing, which is setting boundaries. And you're allowed to take care of yourself and you're, you're allowed to advocate for what does feel good for you and what feels right for you. And so don't forget that communicating those boundaries and deciding them ahead of time and maybe even communicating them ahead of time could be helpful. Another good tip, make time to be alone. So we all can get overstimulated, overwhelmed, maybe sometimes during the holidays, especially with coronavirus, especially with this new variant, especially when we still have family members or relatives who are unvaccinated or not having loved ones who are not receptive to conversations and constructive criticism regarding their safety and practices. And, you know, it can be hard. So don't forget to celebrate with your chosen family as well. Although if you are getting together, do it safely, of course. (laughs) you're unvaccinated, wear a mask, wash your hands, wash your hands anyway, even if you are vaccinated, cook your meat thoroughly, you know, all of the precautions. Zoom holidays suck, but they still exist. Just be careful. 
So before we chat with Will, we're going to do one little self-care exercise. We're going to actually do it together. It's really just reciting a few affirmations. These are generic. They are affirmations that apply to every single person, every human being, and therefore you are going to repeat them after me to yourself. For me, please consider it a holiday present. (laughs) Okay, so repeat after me. Today is a new beginning. I am starting fresh. My feelings are valid. They are also temporary. It is already okay. I hold the truth of who I am. I am good and getting better. I am worthy of investing in myself. See, that was great. And I hope you feel a little better. I know I do. And you can use any of these. You can Google other affirmations if you're looking for something specific. Honestly, I look at affirmations often. (laughs) Sometimes before I go into work meetings, if I want to feel like I am valued and there as a contributing member of a team, which I am, but my imposter syndrome gets the best of me. So there's a little trick that I use and... I am sharing it with you. So now the moment you've all been waiting for, we are going to talk to Will Riley, who is also known as The Gaze. As I mentioned earlier, Will is a singer and musician. And if you all remember the first season of Oh My God's intro song, that was written by him. So with that being said, let's welcome Will and chat about music so i guess what first got you into music probably just music like just listening to music like i come from a really like kind of rural town and my mom had like tapes tape cassettes and i would like listen to them with like the mamas and the papas and like yeah old school shit and <laughs> listen to that and make music too <laughs> yeah for sure well, who <laughs> specifically inspires your music <laughs> like a lot uh i don't know like i like i think i'm i think i like don't tie me to a cross if i'm lying but like <laughs> i think i'm one of those people who's not lying when they say they like everything yeah like, you know those, those people that are definitely fucking lying they're like yeah like they don't like everything but they're like <laughs> <laughs> yes the wife don't want to commit yeah i think i'm like true neutral on the music like taste like, I think a lot of my friends would roast me and say that, like, oh, you like pop too much. And then a lot of my other friends would be like, oh, you're still alternative. And like, yeah, I don't know. I think I, I'm like right in the middle. <laughs> Love it. For what I like to listen to. So then in your own words. What about you? Oh, me. Um, I <laughs> don't like everything, but I almost like everything. <laughs> I feel like. My limits are like gospel and like Christian music type stuff is a little much for me. But besides that, like I like country. I like my favorite two, I guess, genres would be like oldies rock and like early 2000s alternative. (laughs) Okay. 
you yeah. hit two like pretty good hits for me there. Like oldies rock is a like yes go to for me. Yeah, it's true. There's like some I like definitely go to more. <laughs> like oldies rock would be a big one. Yeah, I also feel like it really depends on my mood or how I'm feeling. Totally. Yeah. In your own words, how would you describe the music you create? <laughs> uh, poppy, popish, <laughs> optimistic. <laughs> I don't. I love that. Uh, I don't know. If pop rock, but like pop rock on a very very low budget. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't know if I would describe low budget and how it sounds to me, but <laughs> <Right>. like, <laughs> I would say wanna be Doja Cat. That's what my <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. So then how did you come up with the name the gays? I thought it was funny. LOL Dab. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want the long answer or the short answer? I guess you, you just got the short answer. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was funny. LOL, dad is the short answer. Uh, <laughs> uh, the long answer. Um, it's kind of like, it's kind of a, it kind of is, the, the long answer is it's kind of a joke, I guess, which is so it's funny. LOL, dad is also the long answer. But, like, the long answer is, like, I don't know. I was just, like, trying to figure out what I wanted to write music about. Like, what I wanted my sound to be like. Blah, blah, what I want to sound like as an artist. Blah, blah, blah. And I, I think just, like, I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And these people were, like, telling me, like, what I had to sound like and what I couldn't sound like. And, like, what I should sound like. And they're, like, I was, like, oh, maybe I want to be, like, a hip-hop artist. And, like, these people were, like, oh, but you're, like, not Black or something like that. And you can't do that. And I was, like, oh, okay. Well, I guess, okay. So what if I want to be, like, I don't know, a grunge artist? And they're, like, oh, we don't live in San Francisco in the 80s, so you can't do that. And, like, I was, like, well, what can I do? And, well, you're gay. So I'm, like, okay, well, I guess I'll just be the gays. Then. <laughs> Is that cool with everybody? Like, okay, good? <laughs> So how would you say them being gay impacts your music or music in general for you? Um, I think I do have an affinity to like poppy shit. Like <laughs> not to say that like gay artists make that all the time, but I think, I don't know. I do think there's like an innate small part it might be larger than other people it might be larger than people but every i think every gay or queer person has this like kind of affinity to like pop music in a way so i think that like makes yeah like it's small in some people but it's there like don't lie to me (laughs) i like to make uh a lot of my music I have, I'm not gonna lie, I'm like, have something to prove, and, like, I want to, like, show my friends who are, like, hardcore kids, and they're, like, they, I, I can't, like, bring my cool friends, like, ooh, listen to this 
piano ballad I made. It's like I'm Sarah Harmer on piano. Like, it's, it's a bad sell to those kids. Like I hang out with a lot of like, you know, like straight guys and stuff. And I want them to be like, yeah, bro, that shit flaps. Like I want, I want that fucking funny. Like I love, I fucking love like really gay artists, like fucking like, I don't know, like perfume genius. Perfume genius slaps too though, but like, I like Final Fantasy, like Owen Palette and shit. I've said this shit in interviews before. It's like, <laughs> what I would imagine that straight guys think that gay music sounds like. And like, that's great. And it's like a sick, it's sick. I fucking have every single Owen Palette album and I know most of the words. Because, like, I think that's like, I want to be like, I want to play my music for like, like bros who are just gonna be like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, she's sick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm laughing at that. That's how being gay has influenced my music. <laughs> so then is, I'm assuming, that the name of your album, The Agenda, is a play on the gay agenda. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> you want to talk about the album a little bit? I think I could probably just answer every question in this interview from now on with LOL. I thought it was funny dab. <laughs> I'm trying to fit in with the youth crowd with the dab and shit. Like, you know, I'm, I'm almost 30. That too. I am um, 30. <laughs> no that. Like, I'm about to be in the club. <laughs> <laughs> no offense taken. I'm just, I feel that. <laughs> I feel like if you're in, like a band called The Gays, like you should probably try to hold on to that clutch of youth for as long as possible. <laughs> The, the, the in the press that you do <laughs> add glitter <laughs> period or whatever they say okay I don't want to say this wrong but I probably will stutter your new single <laughs> type cast oh, I don't even fucking you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, okay like I I think it's type cast catastrophe it's str- yes. I struggle with it too. beautiful <laughs> can you tell That's me about it? it i fuck it up regularly though i in my own brain i don't even have to say it i'm like tip a cast for you like i don't know <laughs> yeah it was it, yes i thought it was funny lol oh, well. yeah but oh yeah so how but mm, type catastrophe huh that's not happening um i was locked in my house like everyone was and i didn't have a guitar or a screamy amp to make some more rock. Well, I mean, I guess it still is rock, but I had to make a song on the piano because I only had a piano. <laughs> Work with what you got. Yeah, it started by listening to that fucking new Fiona Apple record. That's how it started. Oh, okay. Fucking fetch me the motherfucking bolt cutters. Yes. <laughs> Fiona Apple. If you don't know, not my job to educate you. <laughs> yeah. It was that. I was locked in my house. I listened to Fiona Apple for too long. I only had a piano. And then I made a song that was insufferably wordy, like Fiona Apple, and uh, is very piano-y. That's- <laughs> so if you only had one message to relay in your music, like over time, the legacy, I guess, if you will, what would that be? I'm like kind of torn because like, I don't think long-term when I make music, mm-hmm. Like, I have not, not even thought about having a through line yet. RuPaul would roast me. 
like doing your own thing and that's fine yeah i can i try to convey things in each song um and maybe and i and things get vaguer in like an album like i might an album i would like when i'm writing an album i'm trying to like make a a wider vaguer thought than a song yeah as far as like a discography slash career line what would my goal be to say through all of it i don't know yet so we'll have to check back to be determined to be to to be determined for sure love that (laughs) so then what's next for you what should we be looking out for on the horizon um (laughs) uh, i well Right now, uh, my next musical endeavor is I'm going to work again with the guy that I made Typecast Hostrophy with and make another single. And as far as the general vision goes, is like, I have a lot of like back pocket songs that are starting to have enough good songs to make another album. Like I, I was kind of bullshitting myself like right after like the first year after I made the agenda, I was like, album two coming out in two weeks. <laughs> lol <laughs> yeah but then i quickly realized that like if i wanted to put out an, al- an album one year after the agenda it was just gonna be a bunch of like at, like luke warm mediocre dog water songs <laughs> that were like <laughs> you're not good enough <laughs> so now i'm like i have a back pocket that's been getting fat lately and a couple of little there's a couple bangers chilling back there now so um it's i think it's getting close to the point where i would commit to like booking the studio time for another album for now there'll be another single out in the next six months but yeah i what i don't know which one it's gonna be so i can't really confirm anything i don't know i have three songs that i'm gonna bounce off uh mr justin wiley who is the guy who made catastrophe with uh me and we'll see which one he thinks is the bangeriest of them all uh, yeah, then that should be out sometime soon. Yeah. I'm going to put out another song in the next six months. Probably, like, in the next three months. But, like, I don't want to lie. Like, I don't, <laughs> don't want to <laughs> Just kick yourself a deadline. <laughs> I like a Lucy Daddy. A little Lucy deadline. <laughs> I don't yeah. have any more questions for you. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> I like, <laughs> it's uh, always, interviews just like are crazy for me. I just, I'm so not used to people being like, what are you doing with music? <laughs> Let me read super deep into these things that you're just figuring out for yourself. Go <laughs> <Good> that. <laughs> like, like overwhelming in a great way. Good. <laughs> like, <very> stimulating. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Word. Well, thank you so much for doing this. And I hope you enjoy uh, the song, the new song. And thank you so much for using my song for your show. Yeah, for sure. Thank Thanks again to Will. Don't forget to tune in for our last episode in two weeks. And then season three is right around the corner coming in 2022. And we'll chat more about that next time. In the meanwhile, don't forget, you can check us out at bowmygod.com where we have various merch for sale. You can also catch up on all now 28, soon to be 29 episodes of Oh My God 
on our website or on your favorite podcast platform. We also have some episodes on YouTube, some more video content, hopefully in the new year. Again, don't forget to rate, subscribe, and follow. You can find our guest today, Will, on social media at the gaze underscore of our lives. You can find us at Oh My God Pod. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Again, I'm Bo Bradley. We'll catch you next time.